Hey, it's Mark Harbert, and you've just tuned in to the Fearless Influencer Podcast. Get ready for turbocharged tips and insider secrets from today's online rock stars. Strap in, because this episode is about to take off. In this episode, we really want to dive into uh, the importance of understanding the different kinds of traffic, and uh, because not all traffic is equal. Not all traffic is uh, created equal. Uh, there are differences in traffic. Um, I have, you know, been doing internet marketing for, you know, well over a decade. And uh, there's a lot of learning things that I've gone through over the years, a lot of things that I've learned specifically uh, about traffic and how it works and uh, how to generate leads, how to get sales, things like that. And some of the major differences between the different types of traffic. And uh, let me start out with an example, and I want to help you to understand why different types of traffic bring different types of results. And uh, back in 2016, um, I did a very large-scale launch with a course of mine, and I had a whole bunch of affiliates on board and a lot of people promoting, um, and it was just a lot. We were getting, man, it was something like 25,000, 30,000 hits uh, to our website, just a lot of traffic. And um, I remember um, when we started going into the launch mode, um, what happened was I had a lot of uh, larger affiliates that had very targeted email lists and you know they had very targeted traffic. And I remember watching all of the stats come in and I was watching my opt-in rate on my page. And I remember watching the page or watching the statistic, excuse me, and I remember like the stats were really good. And then all of a sudden, I one day I go in and I look at the stats and boy, it just tanked from like 50, 60% conversion down to like 17. And I was like, what in the heck is happening here? And so I went in and I started looking at all the different stats and all the different traffic um, that my affiliates were sending because based upon their affiliate link, you were able to track the amount of clicks and the amount of you know, hits that they were sending to the page. And so I compared all of these stats and I realized that a lot of my, you know, affiliates that understood targeted traffic were getting very high conversion rates. I mean, like uh, one affiliate had sent 500 hits and got something like 340 opt-ins or something like that on 500 hits to the capture page. And then I had this one affiliate who sent 10,000 hits <laughs> to, to the page and got six opt-ins. And so I really saw this in a, in a real-time way. And uh, I remember, you know, just going, wow, this is the difference between targeted traffic and untargeted traffic. So the affiliate that had sent 10,000 hits was obviously sending crap traffic to the page. And there's plenty of other opportunities out there to buy that kind of traffic. Um, the kind of crap traffic that really doesn't convert into anything. It's just sending a whole bunch of traffic to a page. And one of the biggest differences you must understand when it comes to sending any type of traffic to a capture page or a sales page or whatever it is, it doesn't matter how many hits you get. It's about how many of those hits are targeted people. How many of them are people that are actually interested in what it is that you have to offer? So this is when I really started to understand the idea of user intent and why user intent was so crucially important to getting the type of conversions that you would want to get. 
And so this was a very important concept to understand. And one of the things is there's mainly, uh, there's several different types of traffic. And I'm going to go into a, a couple different concepts here for you to understand. But the first one that I really learned about many, many years ago was the difference between search engine traffic and what we call interruption marketing. So search marketing and interruption marketing. And the difference between those two is, let me give you an example. Search traffic is like, let's say Google or YouTube. Somebody goes to Google, they type in how to fix my kitchen sink. Okay. When somebody types that in, the user intent is they want to know that, I mean, you can clearly see what their intent is based upon the search term, how to fix my kitchen sink. You know, that person is looking for information on how to fix their kitchen sink. So if I have an offer or I have something that can help them fix their kitchen sink, I can create a video, I can create some type of an opt-in, some type of a guide, something like that, put it in front of them through a couple different means, through paid traffic or organic traffic. And what's more than likely, if a person types that in, comes to your page and you have a legitimate solution for them, they're more than likely going to opt in. The likelihood of that person taking action on whatever it is that you're offering goes up exponentially. Now, if you had something that was, you know, how to fix the kitchen sink and you're just sending targeted or you're sending traffic to it that has absolutely no intent on fixing the kitchen sink, your, your, your conversion rate is going to go down. So understanding user intent is something that's very, very important. So we have search traffic and that happens on YouTube. It happens on Google. It happens on Pinterest. Pinterest is actually like a search engine, okay? So that is something too, you know, to understand. Search traffic. People go to Pinterest, they type in whatever it is that they're looking for. It's a huge place for recipes. So if you're in a niche where recipes are something that uh, you can attract people to, that'd be a great place to go, all right? So the next one would be uh, what we call, so that's search marketing, okay? That's search marketing. The next one would be, interruption marketing. Okay. And this is, there's different forms of it, but let me give an example of what interruption marketing is. So interruption marketing is Facebook. Facebook is considered interruption marketing. Now people come to Facebook. It's a social network. They come to Facebook. They do not come to Facebook to look at ads. However, they come there to connect with people. They come there to consume content. Uh, they come there to connect with their friends, their families, okay? Um, you know, maybe people in potential business circles, whatever it may be. They come there for that intent. So when they're scrolling their newsfeed, the goal of an ad on Facebook is to interrupt what it is that they're doing. So if they're scrolling the newsfeed, you know, they're on their phone and they're scrolling it, or they're on desktop and they're scrolling, the purpose of your ad is to get them to stop scrolling and take a look at your ad. Now, they did not necessarily have the intent to look at your ad. That's why it's called interruption marketing. So let me give you another example of interruption marketing. You go over to YouTube, you, you're watching a video, and as soon as you hit play on that video, what happens? An ad comes up right in front of you uh, for five seconds, okay? That is a form of, inter and it, well, it's not a form, it is interruption marketing. Because it's interrupting what it is that you're doing 
in order to show you an ad. Same thing happens on Facebook when they do in-stream ads on Facebook. That's interruption marketing. Okay, so understanding the difference between intent-based uh, traffic and interruption traffic is also very important to understand. Now, you can do really, really good with interruption traffic. Um, that's for sure. Interruption uh, marketing is something that you see like on TV. You know, you go to watch something on TV and the commercials come on. That's interruption marketing. So interruption marketing is obviously very, very successful. And you can do very, very well with it because if it didn't work, you wouldn't see, you know, corporations spending millions and billions of dollars on advertising for interruption marketing. Okay. So that's just a, a fact. So it works well. You just need to know how to position it. So when I am creating something to maybe do it on YouTube as opposed to Facebook, I have to think of the process differently than I would if I was to just put up an ad. So if I'm going to do and run an ad on Google, I'm going to think what search terms are going to be the most efficient for me to drive that traffic to. So that's how I think about it. And then I, what I do in that process is I put myself in the mind of the prospect. And I think when they type that in on, you know, say you, uh, Google or YouTube or whatever it is, I ask myself, what is going on in their mind? What problem are they trying to solve? And then I can put my thing in front of them to give them that solution. So whereas with you, uh, Facebook, you really want to figure out how to grab their attention. And Facebook gives you a lot of great options in order to do those ads based on interest. Uh, Facebook's really good at optimizing for that. So that's the difference between search marketing and interruption marketing. So I want to talk about and I want to categorize traffic for you as well. Um, so we know the difference is there, right? Does that make sense to you guys? Is that, does that really kind of click for you and give you some, you know, a little bit of an understanding of it? So let's talk now about the categories of traffic. And, um, I'm always going to hit on one of the biggest things that I believe in, and that's building an email list. But let's talk about these three categories of traffic. Now, I don't claim that I came up with these. Um, as a matter of fact, these are in a great book by Russell Bronson called Traffic Secrets. And he really is the one that kind of came up with this, but it really, really rings true uh, to why you want to understand and why you want to build an email list. But here's the three categories that he put together. So th there's traffic that you earn, okay? There's traffic you earn. Now, you don't control this traffic, but you can earn this traffic. And earn traffic is like somebody invites you to do a podcast interview. Somebody invites you to do an interview with them to expose you to their audience. Uh, somebody you do a joint venture partnership with where maybe they promote something that you have. Now that is earned traffic. That's traffic that you get by, you know, building a solid reputation. It's a traffic or it's a, it's traffic that you earn uh, by putting out a lot of value into the marketplace and other people find value in what you do. So they want to promote you. This is traffic that you earn. And this is something, again, you don't control it. You only, you only earn that traffic when someone else is willing to send it to you. So for instance, if I was able to get interviewed by a big, you know, influencer, okay, you know, maybe John C. Maxwell and John C. Na Maxwell is a great personal development trainer, uh, just a great trainer all around. 
um, if he was to invite me out and do an interview with me and expose me to his audience and they came over to my website, that is traffic that I earned. Now, I don't control it because it was given to me. This exposure was was given to me. But that's a great type of traffic because um, it's, again, you earn it. It's not something that you control. So you can't kind of get it all the time. Okay. So that's the first category of traffic. Now, the second category of traffic is traffic that you do control. So we have traffic that we earn, traffic we don't control. Now we have traffic that we do control. So the traffic that we do control would be like, I go and I put up an ad on Facebook. I control that traffic. Like I can send traffic to a page that I control. So all I do is I put the ad up, I start running the ad, I'm in control. I can turn off that ad at any time, turn it on at any time. I control that. So that I can send that traffic to my website. And so, you know, whatever it is, if I'm sending it to an opt-in page or a sales page, no matter what, that's traffic I control. Then we have traffic. The third category is traffic that you own. Okay. Now here's where it gets really exciting. And this is where I'm always hammering on building an email list because the main traffic that you own, okay, is with an email list. It is your email list. It's your database. So when I have a piece of content that I want to promote, I can send out an email to my list. If I have an offer that I want to promote, I can send an email out to my list. This is traffic that I own. This is traffic that cannot be taken away from me. This is traffic that you know, I can take with me wherever I go. So if I decide that, hey, you know what? I, I uh, say I'm using an email autoresponder. I don't like it anymore. I'm going to move to another one. I can take that list. I can move it over to this one. And it's still traffic that I control because I own it. Now, I would put uh, something else in the category of traffic that you own also. And that is text messaging. Now, you can generate a great amount of traffic through text messaging as well. Now, the good thing about text messaging is that when you have a list of phone numbers, you own that traffic. You own that list, okay? Now, that doesn't mean that you can just go out and spam people, okay? You have to remember, we're talking about permission-based marketing here. Just because you own data, just because you own somebody's email, in your, in, you know, you, you don't own it, but you, you have it in your database does not necessarily give you the permission just to go and spam people. You want to continue to provide value to people. You know, people don't always like to get pitchy stuff in their email. Now they're more, you know, apt to receive. People know that they're going to receive um, promotions in their email inbox. So people are a lot more, you know, acceptable to promotional things in their email inbox. You know, as opposed to, you know, texting, people are not necessarily real big on promotional stuff and texting, but <clears throat> it is a great way to own traffic and be able to provide value. And then on special occasions, you can promote. But again, it's all about building the relationship. So this is a very big thing. So let's review it all. And then, um, you know, we'll open it up for Q&A if you guys want to have a, 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 you know, a little bit of uh, some questions here. But let's, so let's review it. Okay. We're going to go through each one again, just to be clear. So the foundation is understanding search traffic, 
versus interruption traffic, okay? So we have search marketing versus interruption marketing. Search marketing, when somebody goes and they type in something or they're searching for something online where you can get your ad or your content in front of them. Then you have interruption marketing where people are not necessarily searching for what you have, but you have an ad that goes up in front of them, maybe based on an interest that they have. So that is interruption marketing, which is also very effective. But the best kind of traffic you can get is search marketing. No, no doubt about it, hands down. Okay, so we have those two. And then we categorize traffic based upon traffic that you earn through you know partnerships, through somebody who likes what you're doing and they want to promote you. Uh, that's not traffic that you control. It's, it's kind of, I look at it as kind of like bonus traffic. It's a bonus. You know what I mean? Like if somebody loves what I do and they want to promote me, that's awesome. That's just a bonus. But my big focus is on traffic that I control and number one, traffic that I own. My goal ultimately is to get any type of traffic into traffic that I own. So we have the traffic you earn, the traffic you control, and the traffic you own. My goal when I do anything is to filter everything down into traffic that I own. So we have traffic you earn. It'd be awesome if I take that traffic that I earn through an interview or a JV or something and turn it and convert it into traffic that I own, which is on my email list primarily. And then traffic I control through Facebook ads and Google ads and content and all those other things. I convert that into traffic that I own. So every kind of traffic, the whole goal is to convert it to traffic that you own. So you're building a business asset, something you can take with you for years. I have had an email list for 10 years now. That email list has been so incredibly good to me. Uh, it has been the primary way that I can you know, converse with my audience, provide value to my audience, stay in touch with my audience. And, uh, you know, that's how I do it because it's the number one way to do it. It's still by far the most profitable, profitable way to build a business. Hands down, no doubt about it. Email marketing is where it's at. It will out earn social media all every time. It's the, the stats on email marketing are huge. So I am all about it. You'll always hear me preach it. Um, there's, you know, so many things, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, put so much focus on social media and, you know, I get it. Social media is a great place, but anytime I go to social media, I have one thing in mind, get them off social media onto something that I own. So what I focus on is I don't really focus on building my social media following that's secondary to me. So how I focus everything that I do is focus on getting them on the email list. And then I can use the email list to supercharge, use it to supercharge all of my social profiles. So I can use my email list to send people to my Facebook page. I can use it to send people to my YouTube channel. I can use it to send people to uh, Instagram if I want to. You see, so I'm getting them on what I own. Then I can build the other properties around it. Does that make sense? So that's what I focus on. First and foremost, I encourage you to take that same approach. Uh, even though social media is awesome, you still don't own it. Focus on traffic that you own. Trickle everything into traffic that you own as much as possible. And I promise you, you'll build an asset for years and years to come. So those are the different kinds of traffic. I hope you got value from that in this episode of 
success with Mark, and uh, we'll certainly be talking more about this in the days and months ahead. You've been listening to the Fearless Influencer Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a positive review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. If you want more tips, tricks, and strategies to help you become a fearless influencer, be sure to visit my blog at markharbert.com and let's be sure to connect. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.